Welcome back, Frozen Penguin Podcast. Hello. Back here on another Monday, Monday morning actually, it is 12.35, that's right, Monday morning. Um, trying a little something different today, we're gonna do this uh, solo, we're gonna fly a little solo, that's right. You gotta believe it! Oh, that's right, Shotgun, you uh-huh. gotta, oh, you gotta, you gotta believe, it. believe it! We're flying solo today, all by my lonesome. My counterparts, Oscar and Christina, are chilling at home, <laughs> you know? This is our uh, last week of classes here. For the semester or uh, fall semester, so everybody's you know back at home cramming for their finals and whatnot. And you know, my sorry ass is in here doing a podcast, you know, not studying at all. So, <laughs> you know what? You better believe it. Yeah, you better believe it. I am very dedicated. So, here we go. Uh, so it's been quite the uh, last two weeks for your boy. Had the stomach flu, been kind of you know coming out of uh, both ends, you might say. Uh, it hasn't been pretty. Um, you know, it's been hard to eat anything, but you know what? I was still able to sit around and watch some basketball, watch some football, look at all the, uh, you know, all the stuff that's going on with the baseball winter meetings, stuff that I'm going to get into a little bit later. You know, once I get into this podcast, once I uh, figure out how I'm going to approach this, um, you know, so I'm just going to start off right away. Uh, got some NBA news coming at you. That's right, the Los Angeles Lakers, you know, it's been quite the year. It's been a little special so far. That's funny, man. Uh, they're sitting, I believe, in about sixth place in the Western Conference. You got uh, Golden State up there per usual. They're putting it on again. Steph Curry just came back from injury. Um, it looks. It's looking like uh, Golden State's going to be all the way in the end at the finals again this year. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, some surprises that I do see... Are the Los Angeles Clippers, believe it or not? The Clippers are actually in fourth place at the moment. <laughs> so imagine this. Lakers, Clippers, playoffs. Ooh. Ooh. You better believe it. You better believe it. That's right, Shotgun. Lakers and Clippers. That's going to be the, the uh, hallway series, I believe they're going to call it. It'll be quite interesting to see. Uh, I believe uh, LBJ, my boy LeBron James, and my boy Kuzma, Ingram, they're going to take that shit over. It's going to be too easy. Um, I predict four game sweep. Should that happen? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, well, the Lakers story that uh is uh out of yesterday, that is. Um the Lakers are trying to bring back an old championship piece from that two thousand and nineteen where they smacked up on Orlando. Uh the Lakers are trying to acquire Trevor Ariza in a three team trade at the moment. So the trade uh, that they're working on is they're trying to send KCP to another team, and in return, that other team would send someone to Phoenix, and in return from Phoenix, the Lakers would get Trevor Ariza. And Phoenix has stated they're looking for a playmaking point guard, maybe a two-guard they can also handle and run plays, things of that nature. Um, It's just a matter of waiting till the 15th until Trevor Ariza is able to be traded. Um... They're also just waiting on what other team is willing to give uh, Phoenix that piece, you know, or g- give us the piece, rather. So um, we're just waiting on that at the moment. It would be a great little acquisition for the Lakers, you know, a nice fan favorite coming back. Of course, he can't, you know, get up there and dunk like he used to, but 
Uh, Trevor Ariza is a good little 3 and D type guy. You know, he's going to be able to stretch out the floor, hit that three, except for game seven of the Western Conference Finals last year. Uh, we forget about that. Oh, from oh and 12 from the line, or I think something like that. Something horrible. Um, um, I think not. Trevor would be a g- very good piece for this Laker team, you know. A uh, nice guy you can kick it out to to hit some threes. He can guard up on bigger guys, but the issue that comes with that is he's going to be taking away minutes from guys like Kuzma, guys like uh, Ingram. Um, so it'll be interesting to see whether you know he'll come off the bench. Should he, uh, you know, take minutes away from Kuzma or Ingram? We'll see. It's it's yet to be seen. But at the moment, the Lakers are still stuck with KCP for this year. We'll see uh, what that leads to. Another story, another uh, Laker or ex-Laker to say, another fan favorite too. The good old Swaggy P, Nick Young. Uh, he is just signed with the Denver Nuggets. That's right. Denver just got another shooter. Uh, and it's not... I fucking hate Denver. I'm so tired of Denver. Uh, they're 17-9 and nine right now, sitting in third in the West. And they just got another guy that's going to be able to drain threes. They're already averaging 10 a game, you know, 10 made threes a game. And so Nick Young is going to fill in that spot, you know, play a little two, three. You know, he likes to do his little uh, between-the-leg step backs. He's got that funky-ass shot. But Nick Young is quite the shooter, and he fits in perfectly with Denver. You know, Denver, watch out. Once they get Isaiah Thomas back, once they get, you know, Nick Young ready and in that system, ooh, Mike Malone's going to have a nice little team. He's, he's going to be thriving, and I think Denver is going to be a team that you're going to have to worry about for a hot minute. You know, Jokic kind of reminds me of a Pau Gasol type of player, but like a more evolved type of Pau Gasol, a, a dude that can step out three and then just throw these crazy-ass passes, you know. Um, Denver is quite the team that, you know, everyone should be worried about at the moment. Uh, they kind of have a... They're fitting in the type of NBA that we have now, which is a kind of stretch five, pretty much every dude on the floor is going to have to th- shoot threes. This is in uh, Greg Popovich. He agreed the other day. I think it was Jalen Rose basically saying that this is not basketball anymore, but this is the way everyone's going. And this happens every five, ten years. You know, one player will come along and the way he plays, <clears throat> excuse me, one player will come along and the way that this person plays is going to change the league. You know, Shaq, joined uh, the league and just like that he joined with the Lakers you know a couple years later and everybody's like oh you gotta have two stars you know two stars to win a championship San Antonio had you know Tony Parker they had a uh, David Robinson they had Tim Duncan they had all these stars man you know um the Celtics they they formed that big three in 2008 I believe it was KG Ray Allen Rondo Paul Pierce they had a crazy ass team um, and that led to LeBron James leaving, going to Miami in 2012, I think it was, 2013, something like that. And, you know, they had a big three over there. That led to Kevin Durant going to uh, to uh, Golden State 2015, whatever the fuck it was, 2016, 2016, I think it was, 2017, something, I don't know. Yeah, that led to another super team, and that's the way the league is going right now. Steph Curry got drafted by the Warriors, and they saw his unbelievable three, you know, three-pointer, you know, type of uh, style that he had, as well as Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson got drafted by them. And those two guys together are just completely fucking, you know, unstoppable. And so uh, because of that, you know, guys like Damian Lillard were able to thrive in this league where he's quite the small guy, but he's able to step out, shoot that type of three. You know, the entire NBA has gone this way. That's why, you know, games are going up to 130 points apiece, 
120 points apiece. Guys are not playing any defense. And when you see, you know, that teams are scoring, you know, 20 points, you know, 25 points in the first quarter apiece, they're calling it a low-scoring game, and it's kind of ridiculous. You know, some teams are ending the third quarter with 100 points already. Like, what the fuck? Like, how how are we allowing this to happen? There's going to have to be a rule change. Does, and either it's going to be a rule change or it's going to be a guy like Giannis Antetokounmpo. If you're watching what he's doing at the moment, he's basically, you know, scorch earth. He's scorching every team with his type of play. And he's not even shooting threes. He's dunking. Just complete, he's, he's a reincarnation of Shaq, but with LeBron-type handles. The man is just posterizing people every night. He's passing, and he's not shooting. He's just getting to the lane and getting whatever he wants. And he's making it look way too easy. Um, and Milwaukee is another team you should be uh, looking out for. The East, ever since LeBron left, the East has been, uh, you know, trying to figure out what's going on here. Kawhi Leonard is, uh, excuse me, Kawhi Leonard went ahead and joined the Toronto Raptors after being traded. Um, and Toronto's sitting pretty up in the first uh, first place right now in the East. And Detroit's up there. Milwaukee's up there. That's about it, really, in the East. Like Those are the teams. Detroit, Milwaukee. Or not Detroit, uh, sorry. Toronto, Milwaukee. Detroit, I mean, Detroit can come back. What the fuck am I even talking about? Those are the teams, really. Uh, Toronto, Milwaukee. Those are the teams. Boston, you know, if they can start uh, playing a little more defense, things might get better for them. Um, so we're looking at possibly a... Well, at least we're going to get a different NBA Finals this year. You know, if Golden, when Golden State does end up going to the NBA Finals, we're going to get a different team up there. Maybe it'll be Toronto, Milwaukee. Boston would be pr- kind of cool, but the way I see it, Golden State is going to absolutely destroy anyone that gets into it because come playoff time they're in prime form man they're gonna get Draymond Green back they're gonna Steph Curry is gonna go back to what he is doing and this team is just gonna start meshing again and I'm telling you be advised this Golden State team if they keep winning they will not break up they will take less money everyone keeps talking about having Kevin Durant coming to the Lakers oh he might go to Washington he wants to go back home I don't know. fuck that shit Kevin Durant is going to stay in Golden State, and he's going to milk that as much as he can because who doesn't love winning? Who doesn't love to win NBA championships? Bill Russell got 10, and it wasn't enough for him. It wasn't enough. Phil Jackson. How many fucking rings that guy have? Two hands worth. Two hands worth. Two three-peats with the Bulls. A three-peat with the Lakers and two more. And then one as a player? It's not enough. It's not enough. NBA championships are things you just don't walk away from. It doesn't matter, you know, how toxic that situation is. Yes, I know the Lakers were a toxic uh, situation during the 2000s. Kobe and Shaq couldn't figure it out. But what happened? Shaq left, won another ring. The thing about Shaq was he was satisfied like that. He didn't have that kind of drive to keep going and going and going and going. He wanted to uh, make money. He wanted to rap. He wanted to be in TV shows and movies more than he liked to win NBA championships. And look what happened. Shaq is a, you know, quite the icon right now, even after winning four rings. Um, enough with NBA news. Let's move on. We have some MLB news. That's right, the winter meetings. I don't know if you could tell, but it's fucking cold outside, and it is the winter time approaching. Christmas is on the way. 
And uh, who is going to celebrate an early Christmas gift? Is it going to be the Dodgers? Is it going to be Philly? Chicago? The White Sox, maybe? The Angels? Nah, sorry, not the Angels. The, the San Francisco Giants? <laughs> Fuck the Giants. No. No way. No way. So the big story, part of these winter meetings, is uh, this Bryce Harper saga. It seems like every year people are trying to figure out where this poor uh, sorry guy is going to go. Um, I don't think he's too too great of a player, honestly. If you, he can't stay healthy. He hasn't taken his teams too far in the playoffs at all. Um, the Dodgers have smacked up on him quite a bit, so uh, that's always enjoyable. But the story is where is he going to land? So ESPN has a list out, and uh, the list has really two teams at the top, two below teams. Um, and the two teams at the top should be no surprise. Uh, Philadelphia, number one. So Philly, uh, they've kind of come out of the dumps a little bit. They have a decent rotation right now. Jake Arrieta, Aaron Nola, you know, nice, you know, top two guys in your rotation. Um, their infield power, they just got Gene Segura. That's a guy to be able to play defense for you and just smack dingers all over the place. Um, so they have good in- infield uh, power, but um, an issue they have is in their outfield. They have Oduble Herrera, and that's about it out there. So if you throw in uh, Bryce Harper and right, that's going to be a good little spot for him. You know, I think he's going to like it in Philly. Um, everyone's been talking about this guy going to Philly since, uh, you know, since he's become a free agent. Maybe Mike Trout might be a trade piece for them. You know, Mike Trout wants to go home. Big Philly fan, Philly native, I believe, or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, so Bryce Harper. Will he land in Philadelphia? Does he like cheesesteaks enough? Does he like the terrible fans enough? Does he like their terrible teams enough? Does he hate Washington that much? (laughs) Or does he want to come to sunny L.A.? Sunny L.A., dude. Imagine that shit. They went and get Manny Machado last uh, few months ago, and then now they're like, oh, you know what? My name is Magic Johnson. I'm going to go get me Bryce Harper because I don't give a shit. I'm going to get Manny Machado. I'm going to get LeBron James. And then I'm going to get Bryce Harper. Magic Johnson got balls, man. Got cajones. El tiene los cajones. So look at this. Dodgers are rated as number two on this list. You know, they don't really need another guy in their outfield, another big name. You know, they're already stuck with Kemp, Puig, Peterson, Taylor, Bellinger. Well, you know, he can play left, right, center, whatever the hell they feel like. Um, they really have a lot of versatility in center, but it's kind of an issue because Puig, I feel like, is he deserves some kind of a you know increase, some kind of a contract. Kemp, I don't know, he's kind of going down in his career. Peterson hasn't really shown to be you know, improving every year. Chris Taylor had a kind of an off year after that World Series uh, defeat, and then another one. Um, so should they try to get Harper? They're going to have to unload, you know, at least one or two of these guys because it's kind of packed over there. Um, the most logical is going to be Puig. They're probably going to trade Puig. You know, they've already been exploring his value as of recently. Um, I say I say, keep Puig. I don't really know, you know. Maybe if you can uh, package Kemp and maybe a guy like Peterson to, uh, you know, some other team and see what, draft picks you can get in return some kind of cash that you can give more to harper 
Um, it's all up in the air right now, considering the Dodgers don't even have a general manager. Farhan Zaidi went and decided to be a turncoat and joined the San Francisco Giants. Uh, good for him. I hope he fails over there. I hope that team, you know, keeps losing over and over again. Um, and he's the right guy for it. He's the right guy to blow up that team, just to send all their trade assets away and just ruin that team. That'd be perfect. Um, you can tell how much I like the Giants. Yeah, so if they were to unload Puig, that'd be a good spot for Harper. You know, he can play in right. Or if they get rid of Puig and Peterson, maybe or Puig and Taylor, whatever combo they can do. Maybe even throw in Verdugo over there, see if they can grab somebody else. Um, but in my opinion, the Dodgers should really be ignoring Harper, and they need to be uh, looking for guys for their bullpen. You know, a guy like Trevor Bauer from Cleveland, or even, you know, bolstering the rotation, you know, trading Puig for in return for uh, Corey Kluber was a talk as a few weeks ago. Um, that's something they should really be thinking about coming up here in these winter meetings. Uh, I'm sure Andrew Friedman will be willing to pull off some crazy shit as he has in the past. Uh, we'll go ahead and look at this last two teams that really don't really matter, honestly. ESPN had them as like one vote apiece for who Harper was going to go to. They have Chicago White Sox, uh, the Angels, the Giants were in there too. If the Angels were to get a guy like Bryce Harper, that'd be quite interesting. You know, they'd have a nice little big three there, but I don't really see that happening considering the Angels might even move uh, cities. Interesting. Um, enough with sports. I have one little story for you. Coming, you know, Christmas is coming up, guys. I hope you have all your Christmas gifts ready to go. Hope you don't slack and wait till the 23rd to buy your gifts or whatever. Um, so I have a story here from an elementary school principal uh, in Nebraska, and the story is coming from Don Stuck. And it says that this uh, principal was placed on leave after, uh, you know, alerting teachers to not decorate their classrooms with any kind of Christmas ornaments to not offend those who don't celebrate the holiday. <sighs> oh, my God. So there was a memo sent out, and uh, the memo contained all the guidelines and all the shit that was considered appropriate for their classroom decorations. Um, the main thing was the candy canes. Yes. <laughs> the candy canes. <laughs> Yeah, the candy canes are considered by this this uh, principal to be the most offensive because of their religious significance. A fucking candy cane. The shape is a J for Jesus stated. The red is for the blood of Christ and the white is a symbol of his resurrection. You gotta be fucking kidding me. That's why you think this is, this is uh, offensive? Everyone knows what Christmas is about and as a kid, Christmas is more about the gifts, the candy, staying up late, hanging out with your family. And then as an adult, it's about drinking, hanging out with your family, getting gifts. Oh, it hasn't changed? Yeah, it's the same shit. Christmas is just a worldwide holiday that people celebrate. If you celebrate Hanukkah, good for you. I'm not offended. And if you are offended by Christmas, I feel bad for you. I don't I don't feel like we have to tread on thin ice. Oh, I'm running away. I'm running away. Running away with this podcast. I'm going somewhere that I shouldn't be. Oof. Getting the fuck out of here. That podcast uh, is ending quite odd. All I'm going to say is from this story, the candy cane is offensive, people. So when you go out to a dollar store, 
when you go out to a dollar store, do not buy candy canes because candy canes are the most offensive thing in in a uh, in culture, in American culture. You know, go ahead, buy a uh, fake knives and uh, fake blood for Halloween and uh, headless corpses for Halloween. But God forbid you buy a candy cane. That's all I'm gonna say. Thank you for listening. This is the Frozen Penguin Podcast. We're thinking about in the near future possibly combining this podcast with the Tina Talks podcast. Perhaps see if we can get this squad to do something every week. 